Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic book shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Drag is the new spandex. Hey guys, look at that. We're back because the second episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 2 debuted on Thursday. We're recording this during the weekend. After that, we have had time to marinate. I'm here with Pat. What up? Notice how I said marinate because I'm always thinking about food. (laughs) Why ain't got nobody? No, I really just, I skipped brunch. And you know you never skip brunch on a Sunday. I, I have, your your homosexual card is not taken away. Uh, well, no, see, because I'm 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 fixing it with a little alcohol. It's the most substantial thing I've had all day. It's fine. Never mind. Here's your card back. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> so um, we're here to talk about episode two. Episode two. I'm excited. The season is shaping up to be one of the best seasons yet because the the daggers are still drawn. Yes. Um, it is. This episode was. I felt like it was unbalanced. It was a bit because we had drama in the workroom right mm-hmm. from the get-go. From the get-go. Yeah. The big reveal is that it's the the worst-kept secret of All-Stars Season 2. Of course. Is that Adore pieced out A-Town down. Exactly. Because she just wasn't having it. No. But the thing is, and what I will say is, um, I don't I do not do Reddit a lot. I did um, pop on there. I do pop on from from time to time and check out and see kind of just some little spoilers and see exactly how accurate they are and uh, apparently alaska's ex uh who she was dating at the time when this show was filmed had opened up his mouth about a couple of things and the first episode his spoilers weren't a hundred percent accurate but the the long game of it all worked out how he had said and saying mm-hmm. that coco was going to leave the second episode, he talks about uh, he talks about the fact that um, in kind of the quote unquote untucked portion of it, mm-hmm. that the girls would kind of get on a door about her looks and her her aesthetic, and that's what would cause her to leave. 
so it was still again it's a door left and that portion of it was right but it didn't have anything to do with that we get the girls coming in they do their whole oh coquita she's gone blah 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 blah, blah whatever mm-hmm. i don't know if i could do this who would you eliminate and of course tatiana pulled out the lipstick from her boobie which i read somewhere i was on facebook and it had the same exact comment that we had talked about on the last root cap that we did was that I hope that there is a cut where they had to do it and not, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. and not have to do the lip sync with the uh, lipstick on their person at some point. But she pulls out the lipstick and it says Coco. And, you know, we get to the next day, which the next week, quote mm. unquote, it, you know, it's the next morning. And, um, is all puffy and red and kind of, uh, looks like she's been crying. And uh, Rube walks into the workroom and starts talking to her about it and then says, why are your eyes red? Bitch, really? Yeah. I, you know, I honestly believe RuPaul when she says, like, I don't want you to give in. For I sure. I want you to fight. Um, it reminded me of Drag U. I wanted yes. a picture of, uh, I wanted a copy of work in it to pop up on a shelf behind her just floating in the air mm. because that's when she would talk to the straight women that would be on the show and she'd bring them into her office there was always a copy of work in it right there yeah and she would give them the same type of like life coach speech so i really do believe that she and, meant it yeah and i uh, you know i especially because you've come so far i can understand you being frustrated and you know leaving for your benefit and your brand and, you know, like, Willem did it, but Willem got disqualified. But exactly. Willem took it and, and ran with it. Yeah. I don't know what it's like to be in the spotlight to mm-hmm. that extent. Um, everyone deals with it differently. I've always really liked Adore. I really enjoy her aesthetic because it's so different. And, yes. um, you know, I don't always like what she does. And I, I I'm sorry, like the way she looks but i i kind of see it i yes, never not yeah. see it of course um i think that if she had i can't i think it was the um the reveal uh of who won you know how they have the the three final contestants the final three yes. yeah, sequestered yeah, yeah. in a room and mm-hmm. they're watching it i think what adore was wearing that night with the beer cans like in uh, in the curlers and the and the the denim kind of cut like ensemble. Mm-hmm. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I I don't remember the beer cans in the hair. I remember her Budweiser bathing suit. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Okay, with yeah, the with the cutoff yeah. shorts. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that if she had if she had done something like not like a variation on that, but taking it like like distilled her look down yeah. instead of giving her like giving us like a door, giving us like refined door, a, a door like polished in the sense where, you know, that what she came with was a complete look from head to toe. Yes. Um, it was well thought out because she had time. Yeah. But I feel like had she done that during the challenge, maybe the critiques wouldn't have been so harsh. Yeah. Because. You know, thinking about what you said and, and the conversation we had on the last recap, uh, I don't know if we can use that because, you know, World Wonder, please don't come for me. You know, I still ain't got nothing. Um, I, I, you're right. They were super harsh. Yeah. Super, yeah. super harsh. But I feel like had she kind of taken that mindset that she had at the end of the season yes. and like brought that in 
uh, to her her challenge, I don't think she would have fared as badly. Oh, for sure. And she dropped a new video at 9 p.m. on Thursday night, mm-hmm. which I still had time left in the episode. But 9 o'clock at night on Thursday, we got the world premiere for ICU, which is the lead track on After Party, her second album. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love it as much, but I think... In the year and change that it's been since the show was taped, I think she made a very conscious decision to make a video where her video look reflects what she has talked about, especially in that first episode of Drag Race. Uh Because going back and I watched a bunch of her other videos for Dynamite, for um, I Adore You, for um, Party for you know a couple of the other singles that she's put out and they're super adore looks but really refined mm-hmm. and again she may not style herself for the videos there may be a team that comes in no. and does this for her but those videos all scream adore delano without need without being that grungy riot girl aesthetic that she talks about when she performs live, that's exactly what she is. When she's been at Parliament House, that's exactly the look that she's had. Mm-hmm. So there is a bit of a disconnect there. But at the same time, you know, we don't know what the whole deal really is going to be. But I will say this because I don't want to feel like we're spending as much. We're devoting a yeah, huge exactly chunk of the did, time, yeah. it, which is what they did in the episode because it felt like 84 out of 90 minutes was all about a door. Um, but I'm sure that our listeners have also seen um, Adore put out a or did a Periscope on Twitter, which then Periscope? published. Periscope? What's that? It is a live streaming service from Twitter. Oh. Um, but I guess you also. Is it nautical themed? I, no, that'd be fantastic. Boo! Oh. <laughs> uh, I've Periscope before. I'm not. I'm playing. I'm sorry. It, uh, I don't know if you can publish. I haven't. I, I don't know if you can publish to YouTube or if she took that video and then published mm-hmm. it to YouTube or somebody did. I'm not sure. But it's a 15-minute little kind of one-way conversation because with Periscope, you can't really have a, a two-way dialogue. But she talks about the whole situation. Talks about the fact that she was on tour constantly. She was working every day. Her boyfriend had broken up with her. Um, I think she said that her dad had passed away. There was just a lot of stuff going on that she didn't deal with. And then got the call for All Stars and was on tour and just kind of was like, all right, cool, let's do it. Mm-hmm. and then had like two or three days to go get outfits, do everything, put everything together, put a package together to go film this show. And she didn't deal with a lot of the mental and emotional issues that she had had kind of buried while working. Yeah. And then got to the main stage. And apparently Raven Simone, yay. Mm-hmm. hate that pronunciation, but all right, whatever. Raven Simone said something really ugly comments commentary wise on her aesthetic song i i don't know she doesn't elaborate she doesn't call her out for that more just saying this is where it started don't hate on michelle because obviously a lot of the social media backlash was directed at michelle because that's what we saw on television we got the whole raven simone um you should have been more leather and less this that's really all that we got Mm -hmm. from her um but apparently it started with something that raven had said and then it just kind of she said that she shut down and got to michelle and it just kind of was that final nail in the coffin of just 
letting everything, everything that was under the surface kind of just came to the surface. And that's why she eventually opted to leave for her own mental well-being. Yeah. And so like that, that cleverly orchestrated, but clearly orchestrated scene where it's just like, talk to Michelle yep. because I want you to, to see if, you know, Rue's like, I want you to see if this will change your mind. And, you know, I, I truly believe that Michelle, you know, cares and she is that, you know, you have to be strong. You have to be, you know, on point. You can't give up for a, a second. She is that like mm-hmm. kind of like behind the stage. Like, she's their mom. mother hen. Yeah. She is their mother hen for sure. Cause she's on tour with them so much mm-hmm. and she travels in the bus with them and goes from city to city to city. Yeah. And she spends a ton of time with them. So, and Adore made a point of, you know, she didn't want Michelle to feel like she had to take it easy on her. And that was another part of it because if she had stayed in the competition in her mind, it would be a matter of, okay, well, can, can we judge her harshly? Cause otherwise she's yeah. going to have another breakdown mm-hmm. and then leave. So I, I think in the long run, whatever she chose to do for herself, I think she's an awesome performer. Yeah. I did not like him when he was on American Idol. I could not stand him. I watched that season. It was the last season of American Idol I actually watched. Um, and I so didn't want to like his music when the albums came out, but till death do us party came out and I fucking love it. And after party came out and I got it right away and it's even better. So he's doing all right for himself. Can, can I tell you that I think Adore is really cute? Oh, uh, super cute boy. Yeah. Super cute boy. Like- now, when he was 16 or 17 on American Idol, looks super weird and super awkward with no, his I, I, gay Jonas Brothers haircut. I have a thing for the gangly looking one. True. No, so, I know. I know. So, yay, adore. <laughs> Whatever you need to do to be you, be you. Exactly. And now we've taken up two-thirds of our, our root cap while yep. talking about adore. Let's, now let's, let's spend speed as much through time the rest as they of it. did on Snatch Game. <laughs> Which was probably one of the best Snatch Games that we have seen overall. 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 Yeah, but there were some... <laughs> Kind of like stand out, which there always are. You usually get yeah. one or two. Mm-hmm. This I think had a, a, a few more that you were like, okay, cool, they did a good job. Yeah. Um, and then there were some lackluster performances. I don't think anybody bombed. Um. Well, I don't think any bomb anybody bombed the way that like Katy Perry, like Alyssa Edwards, Katy Perry, like that was awkward. Yeah. I don't think anybody bombed in that respect, but I'll run these down for you um, in no particular order. Uh, Alyssa Edwards did Joan Crawford. Mm-hmm. Beefy O'Hara did Teresa Caputo, the Long Island Medium. Alaska Thunderfuck did Mae West. Uh, Detox did Nancy Grace. Ginger Minge did Tammy Faye Baker. Katya did Bjork. Yeah. Uh, Roxy Andrews did Alaska 5000. And Tatiana, the winner of the first ever Snatch Game on season two, did Ariana Grande. So spill the tea, Oral, because I see that I see that umbrella coming out, and you ready for the shade? Okay. So why? I'll just go through the low parts okay. first. I'm sure mine will go with yours. So <laughs> why Roxy decided to change last minute? Hmm. Where like Sofia Vergara is. You know, really well known, yeah. like universally beloved. She she owns who she is. She? is. I like Sofia Vergara. Is she is she universally loved? I will say yes. <laughs> um, she is a Jennifer convertible or rooms to go. No rooms to go. I'm sorry. Yeah. Where's her furniture at? But like for 
<laughs> for me, like that's a that's a personality that you can really sink her teeth into. Yes. And she switched, and they made it seem like, oh, like I don't, you know, what was it, Katya? No, no, Fifi's uh, like, hey, I don't think that your Sophia is is on point, which we've only gotten a taste of it. So she might have been like practicing and said, hey, girl, this or that, or she might have been playing the game. Which I will tell you this because um, we have some stuff that's coming up, and I happen to, I, I think VP might be somebody that we may reach out to in the future. And um, I went to her Facebook page, and I guess she's gotten a lot of social media hate um, for this episode, and I think it had to do with that piece of it. And she posted on there and said that um, she didn't name names, but she said that she came and asked me what I thought. So the editing made it obviously cut the, that part out. Yeah. They're not going to show you. They can't show you everything. It's not Big Brother. They don't have cameras 24-7 mm-hmm. running. Um, but it did make it seem like, because it was both her and Alyssa that she she talked to. And she had told Roxy that she didn't think her... She, said she thought that the Spanish accent needed to be stronger, which I absolutely agree with. Yeah. Because the look didn't look like Sofia Vergara. No. That hair was not on point. I thought she was pulling Jennifer... I'm like, Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. She, she did not look... She could have been any other Latina... Besides Sofia Vergara. And that accent was not... Sofia Vergara has one of those Spanish accents that's super heavy mm-hmm. and almost unintelligible at times. Yeah. But is delightful, delightfully adorable. A very um, Yara Sofia yeah. type of Spanish accent where mm-hmm. you have to be that thick. And it wasn't. It really wasn't. Which is... So, so my thing is, knowing that you get the packet, mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to do Snatch Game. Why, at this point, haven't you polished your Snatch Game? Like, so, for example, um, you have Tatiana doing Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Everyone has always said that Ariana is like a mini Mariah Carey. Like, there's a, a YouTube series, I know I mentioned it before, um, Got to Be Real. It's okay. a diva reality, like, parody show. They take clips from, like, interviews and and videos uh and they over like they dub over them um and it's hilarious but they every time ariana's uh brought up mariah carey instantly throws the heaviest of shade of course so what i don't know her yeah i don't know her exactly (laughs) or you know every time someone says you know something about you know oh little miss muffet or you know, you you literally, she could literally said I'm Ariana Grande, and every joke that could have come out of her mouth would have been a Mariah, should have been a Mariah Carey joke, mm-hmm. or should have been her being Mariah Carey, because that's meta, it's funny, and it would have stuck with you. Which the only time that something along those lines happened was when Rue asked her to sing, and she did the whole finger in the ear, yeah. and basically just kind of like, just had her mouth open and kind of moved. And was like, oh, the last time I sang that, or last time I sang that high, uh, my dog died, or something like that, which was weird, but it kind of was funny. Which was, it was kind of funny, but it it had nothing besides, I licked a donut, Mm -hmm. I'm really sweet. I love the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't do any of the Disney stuff. She didn't Mm -hmm. talk about how her hair is always in a pony, like, her high pony. Yeah. Snatching edges left and right. Mm -hmm. Not in a good way. But, like, none of that. And so, like, that's why, you know, Roxy and Tatiana were were at the bottom for me. Oh, for sure. For, um, for even, sure. Even, like, Detox's... Well, and, and you, you kind of breezed over the fact that Roxy 
became Alaska. Oh, yes, what she changed yeah. that over. And she missed all of those jokes. Mm-hmm. They were all rolled right down the middle for her. And if you're going to do somebody like Alaska, know the song titles, know these things. And that's why like the ginger um, confessional was like, even I know Alaska song is it's not a wig. It's my hair. Yeah. You know, these are things that you have to be able to do on a moment's notice. And if you're not sure that you're going to do one of the characters that you prepare for, prepare a second one mm-hmm. because if somebody, if somebody else is doing it, cause you obviously you don't know who other people are going to do, but have a backup. We're eight. Or, you know, this was filmed before season eight, yeah. but we're seven, you know, seven seasons have been recorded. You were on, an, on a season. Every single person that was in there has been on snatch game. They know that they've got to do snatch game because they have to bring the costumes with them. Mm-hmm. So, so for example, um, Nancy Grace, mm-hmm. I love when people make fun of Nancy Grace because it's, it's really easy. Like it's a, it's a, apparently not so much the size of a barn, <laughs> but it's, it's not like big hair, or like detox. I, I love detox. And when she finally got it, like yeah. Ross was right. When she finally got it, it made sense. Yep. But you need to be morally outraged that devil will be dancing and hell tonight like you need to do those really big yeah. over the top sort of bombastic things because that's what she is and she did and and when you start when you do nancy grace small it always comes off flat yeah like oh, nancy yeah. grace never does nancy grace small yeah of course um tammy faye baker like i love tammy faye baker because she is you know that woman i went to to church with, you know, from the age of like four up until I had to stop going to church because, you know, obvious reason. Like big hair, really garish makeup. Like, and like Ginger kind of gave that and we don't know what else was Of cut course, out. yeah, because we only saw about 12 seconds of it. Yeah, but, you know, Tammy was, you know, really like she was just, she was just really happy to be here. And, you know, she was really, you know, sometimes she's, she kind of hemmed and she hemmed and hawed and then she like, really cried and like really just like, i just want to love and we didn't get that yeah. but you you do the flip of that where i was really proud of alaska because she did yes. may west which is really hard to do mm-hmm. even though you don't need to know may west catchphrases but you just have to know how to turn anything into a double entendre of course that's and some thing. of them not even double yeah. a lot of those were single entendres but she did it in a way that made you crack up every single time uh-huh um, you have Alyssa Edwards, um, doing <sighs> mommy dearest quotes, mommy which was dearest. all that she but had. No, she, he, Brian from the background and our producing booth, cause he's producing is doing Joan Crawford, but no, she was doing Faye Dunaway and mommy dearest. Yeah. Yeah. Which the same, okay. The only slack that I will give her is the fact that look at Alaska doing lady bunny in season five mm-hmm. she may not have gotten everything right but she committed to it she yeah. made it funny and she she was really really set in what she was doing which is what you need to do yeah because if you're not gonna be a hundred percent like all the right things you commit the fuck out of it mm-hmm. and you can sell it and all you is, have to do is sell it which is why when i looked at like she looked like she had been road hard wet like she mm-hmm. looked she looked a mess but it was funny because like you said she committed of course yeah she's giving us you know and like i said editing like she's giving us the clips of that like of, of the highlights you know you have to do wire hangers i would have done wire hangers 
bigger. Mm-hmm. Um. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, her Christina needed to be like more like regal but christina like just because like joan crawford was batshit crazy of course. at times yeah but she which she committed to it made sense exactly katya's bjork oh my god really really strong and i think i think it was my favorite even though like i love may west mm-hmm. I've, I've watched may west movies i love may west but Katya's Bjork makes total sense. Of course. Oh, it was it was pure, pure, pure gold. You're just like, you know, I want to eat her hair because it looks like pastrami. Like that is Bjork. <laughs> like that is like I look there and I'm like, this is Bjork. This I, is smart. I love I love your suit. It reminds me of my small intestines. Yeah. Like it's just <laughs> to me that highlighted how not even like bizarre because I think when I think of bizarre, I also think of kitschy. Yeah. Just, yeah. just eccentric. You know, ex- yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. You know, Bjork is so eccentric. Like, you know, if we're operating in a three dimensional space, she's three cubed. Of course. Like, yeah. and it's, it was smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and she stuck to it, which is why when, you know, Katya and, um, Alaska. Oh, won the challenge it totally made sense for because sure they were the strongest i love katya's runway look oh um, yes it gave me straight up follies yeah and um it, it was it was done well and it uh, took the latex theme into a territory you didn't expect uh-huh but when you saw it you were like that makes total sense it makes total sense. absolute sense the whole swim cap the nose plug the outfit just it screamed this is the out of the box way to do latex and make it work. Because the strongest, the strongest competitors always start from like when you have like a challenge that's you know like latex or whatever. You you need a touchstone. You need to see something and instantly be able to harken back. So like you know, growing up in Orlando, I love. MGM Studios, like Hollywood Studios now. I'm that weird kid who loved Epcot and MGM and wasn't so much about Magic Kingdom <laughs> once they took out Delta Airlines Dream Flight. But um I remember going, I love the great movie ride. 
Like, I love sitting there and seeing, like, old Hollywood that black people really weren't a part of, really. But, you know, just that, that sort of nostalgia um, and the glitz and the glamour that we don't really get now. Yep. And, you know, seeing that, you know, like seeing Katya come out instantly took me back to when you see, you know, the old trailers for movies and you see them all diving in yes. one by one. And the synchronized swimmers. swimmers. Yeah. Totally gave me that. Um, I love that we synchronized our synchronized swimmers comment. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alaska gave you, you know, she was giving you like. She gave you couture. Like yes. that was probably the best I've ever seen Alaska look. And the most drag queen, traditional drag queen look I've ever seen from Alaska. That short angled uh, cut wig mm-hmm. with the roots and like that whole thing. I love that look. And, and, you know, when they said, when she walked out and I saw that, like, black line, I instantly said Blade Runner. And not two seconds later, yeah. they're like, Blade Runner. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you take a touchstone, you take something, pop culture, and you you build from there. Because that, that shows that you have a concept that you're, you know, you're fully fleshing out. For sure. My, my favorite, though, mm-hmm. like, just for sheer wow factor was detox detox killed it that bitch was like italian vogue i forget i think it was katya or alaska somebody in the confessional had made it had compared it to that mm. and that was so on point yeah that thigh gap for christ's sake and and it <laughs> gave you it gave you futuristic mm-hmm. it gave you retro it gave you barbarella um it, it, it gave you so many aspects and it was that look I think is what saved detox completely. Absolutely. Um, she wasn't, she wasn't horrible mm-mm. in snatch game, but was one of the bottom three. Yeah. But yeah, it, I think you would have been, if you, as one of the girls on the show who have pretty much all committed to the weakest link from the challenge and the runway basically combined is going to be the one you sent home. She saved herself with that outfit, regardless of who the top was. And, you know, especially, you know, honorable mention, Roxy, who looked fantastic. She did, but it was very Roxy. But it, it yeah. She did it well, mm-hmm. but it was very plain for Roxy. You know, when she walked out, I'm like, so you're Janet Jackson. Yeah. Like, she gave me, it, it was it was the hair. Oh, for sure. It was when Janet was wearing, like, skin-tight latex. Like, I get so lonely um, every time I think of you. Like, that is, yeah. I mean, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she was giving me feedback. That's what she was giving feedback, me. Feedback. Category is feedback. Like, <laughs> and so that, to me, that, that, that just was gorgeous. It was, but I think she definitely, it didn't do enough to to put her out of, like, that mental bottom two mm-hmm. yeah um one dress i wasn't sure about it was pretty but I, from the visual and seeing it twice now because i watched it at the bar when we showed it and we watched it again today gingers it didn't give you latex even if it was it gave it gave me ball gown exactly exactly it was a pretty dress it she looked she looked amazing. she looked great it didn't scream, and you don't have to scream latex like we talked about Katya's. No. You it it you get that idea. Your mind instantly can connect certain things with that latex 
look or feel. Mm-hmm. And that dress didn't. Yeah. It was gorgeous for something else maybe, but it just didn't scream mm-hmm. that. But it didn't matter because yeah. she and Alyssa were the first two that were told they were safe, which then led us into the critiques. And mm-hmm. um, you had, we mentioned that Detox and Roxy were bottom two. We're bottom two along with uh, Tatiana. With Tatiana. Who... That that bathing suit. Or no, um, Fifi wore the bathing suit. Yes. We didn't really talk about Fifi this episode much, but her, Teresa Caputo was fine. It was fine. Her. It was smart. She had gags. Yeah. Her runway was okay. Yeah. The ducks, I think, were kind of what saved her in that yes. respect because it was very just swimsuit, and but the the ducks gave it a little extra zhuzh, mm-hmm. but still kept her around for critiques. Yeah. Pause for a second. Remember how I told you that in a in a competition with Roxy Andrews in the season with Roxy Andrews, it's dangerous to do a tearaway because who was the tearaway this week? Shangela. <laughs> From Jujubee oh, to Shangela. Oh, my God. Hairway wig. The winner is... <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm back, bro. That, that was funny. Yeah. I, I did I did enjoy the little gag there. It was funny how they they were like, we don't have a special guest, so we just go and bring back 16 of our former <laughs> girls who are not on this season. Yep. Jujubee, Raven, Shangela, Bianca Del Rio did a video question for Snatch Game. Because like, Bianca is busy. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Um... But, so so yeah. yeah so we had so Phoebe's outfit was was what it was and she was around for critiques but um, eventually deemed safe not mm-hmm. part of the top not part of the bottom uh, but Tatiana's kind of sw- one piece swimsuit wet seal after dark maybe yeah it was very it just didn't it didn't work it it didn't and you know when I when you're like one dress that see when you think about Fifi's look on the runway and you think about Tatiana's, I think both of those deserve to get chopped. Yes. Um, yeah. They were, those were the two weakest. If you're just basing it off of runway, those are for sure the two weakest out of all, what do we have, seven left? Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I give credit to Fifi because she, you know, she took, it, it's like going back to the book ball with Bob. Mm-hmm. Everyone rags on that that kind of like prom-esque halter dress, but I really love it because you took an idea and you color block for the gods. And if you color block in my book, you deserve a little slack. And so that's why Fifi made it for me. But well, and, and same colors my, too. Well, that's very true. My thing with that is not even just the uh, the color blocking, but the fact that she kind of made it campy. Yes. It wasn't, I'm trying to be sexy in my latex bathing suit. She came out with fucking you know, rubber duckies as a necklace and a bracelet. Mm-hmm. She wasn't coming out there trying to take it seriously. It was, I'm going to go swimming and here are my little duckies. You know, or I'm going to go play around in the, in the pool. So it had a camp factor to it that Tatiana's didn't have. No. She was like, I'm going to go out and party tonight in my... One piece with the little straps across my boobs and all that. Wet it just seal after dark. It was very wet seal after dark. You know, it, yeah. I'm just uh, so with with jewelry designed by the icing. <laughs> like it, it was oh Claire's. It, uh, it's it hurt me to see Tatiana go because yeah. well like, we're jumping ahead. 
Let's, oh, let, yeah, we'll, we'll get your comments on that in a second. So top two are Alaska and uh, Katya, which you had mentioned before. Uh-huh. Totally deserved. Absolutely well-deserved. They go back. They deliberate. Again, I think the intensity, in, in essence, is gone now because now we all know that this is coming and they all know that it's coming. Mm-hmm. So there's not as much of that crazy shock and awe. Like They didn't get a bombshell dropped on them and then have to go do this right afterwards. They've now had a day or two to kind of realize this has to happen. Yeah. So they go and they do all their conversations. They come back and I appreciate the fact that Katya at least changed. She put on that weird one piece. To. Yeah. She, she said it wasn't going to be entertaining if uh, she had to go do a, a lip sync in that skin tight number. Mm-hmm. They lip synced to freak out and it was good. Um, I felt this one was a little more catty than Roxy and Tatiana the week before mm. because you saw Alaska trying to get in the way. You saw them trying to kind of take that spotlight, which you, granted yeah. you're trying to do, you're trying to win $10,000. I get it. But there was a little bit more of the, like, let's be in front of each other type of thing. Alaska dropped down to a, 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 a kitty heel. Yep. And Katya put plaits on. <laughs> so yep. it was kind of weird. I didn't realize Katya had the plaits on because she didn't really do much like with her feet in the air. But there was that one point where Alaska had her foot up in the air and that camera's like zooming past her foot to the judge's table. And she's like, that's like a, a half inch heel. I'm like, damn, I could dance in those. <laughs> yeah. And, and that, I, this is not, it wasn't a lip sync that I, I particularly enjoyed. No. Um, I, I can, I am not a fan of drag queens taking off their wigs and clothes mm-hmm. to win a lip sync. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't, it, there's no wow factor in it. No. And I mean, if you're going to be performing and, and when you, when they're performing at clubs, they don't do that. No. That's not, you know, and there's not like, they're not trans queens where they've got the big rack to then be like mm-hmm. you know do something with like when giselle does the like the the heartbeat boobs, oh yeah I you love know the heartbeat thing. you kind of you can't have something covering that and do that trick so yeah. if you're gonna do if you're doing something like that but your outfit's gonna allow for that from the get-go you're not going out there and having to cut off your latex skirt like yeah. alaska did although i was surprised that she fucking found a way to hide scissors on her body to, to cut that skirt off yeah so like so it was all right yeah um out of the two alaska deserved to win for the lip sync sure um, at this at that point i couldn't even determine a winner while watching it because it Freak Out's just not really a very emphatic song. No. It's not very entertaining. And they did a, they did the best job they could. Mm-hmm. And Alaska won. But, yeah. you know, there, there really isn't much more to say or be mad about with that. No. Um, the, the one thing that I, I found slightly, two things that I find slightly annoying is Katya trying to brand herself as a villain, <laughs> which comes across <laughs> just like so... So I'm like, no, hon, you're not a villain. She's not trying to brand herself as a villain. She's trying to mock her, mock, mock, label herself as a monster. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I get it. It's just like, yes, I get it. The power, the absolute power. Like, that's that's fine. It's cute. Whatever. It it doesn't really do anything for me. I think it's just more just to be kitschy with herself. Yeah. And their season had ended, so she had gotten so much positive fan response Mm -hmm. so i think it's more just really just trying to be like 
kitschy yeah. with her fans I, more so than be an actual I, I monster or villain. It just doesn't it doesn't doesn't like, resonate with you. No, though. it That's doesn't fine. because I'm like I know what you're you doing. You hate Katya. Just, it's fine. I don't hate Katya. Listeners, please send all the hate mail to Oral at flameonshow.com. Uh, um, <laughs> you, also, you know somebody's going to. I know. You know somebody's going to email I you. I can't wait for that. Also, <laughs> I see you, Joshua. Uh, also. Normally, they're all yelling at Brian after you yell at him. So <laughs> it'll be fun to see you get some hate. I I don't. The whole let's talk one on one in the not interiors illusion lounge because we had to cut somewhere. <laughs> but they're like, you know, you're not going to choose Detox or Roxy. I was going to say, they didn't really show much of the conversations with Detox. They showed a little bit with, uh, with her and, um, Alaska. I don't even really remember her having a conversation with Katya all that much. If she yeah. did, it was that's how memorable it was, and that's how little time they focused on it. So yeah, so you're just for me, they felt like they were vamping. I'm like, you know who's going home. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, but but Tatia ends up going. Uh, Tatiana ends up going home. She's giving her, you know, lipstick message. She's like, I wish I would have had more to show for Rue. This than the other, and whoo, girl. Rue's talking about revenge. I know. So, now that nothing's been announced. Yes. We still don't know what it means. Do you think that it's a jury? I'm starting to feel that way. Mm. But I still feel like there is going to be something. It's either... I'm now of, of one of two minds. One, that they're going to do some sort of like internet only mini challenge type of thing like i had said in the last recap we did um they need traffic to the website mm-hmm. because that's what they did to their youtube last year was untucked wow. um my other thought is that it could be something like season seven where we get to the halfway point and they bring back the girls and pair them up and one person gets to stay and be a part of the competition again okay um, it's just, it's weird with the whole, you can get your revenge type of thing mm-hmm. versus like with season seven, they're really like, if they did it a la season seven, I don't see a revenge type of aspect in play, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like, I feel like some way, shape or form, at least I, I feel like a girl's coming back into the competition, yeah, Same, especially now that a door left and we had two eliminations or two people gone on one day. Now I really feel like somebody's coming back. Uh, gonna come back into the competition mm-hmm. so we'll see who it is so we'll see but i mean overall it was an episode it won't be a very memorable episode no um one of the better snatch games overall yeah i still feel but definitely overall like it didn't have that same intensity i didn't have that same Ooh, we need to talk about this right away like you know it was i i obviously i didn't text you that same night it's like bitch get home and watch the show as soon exactly. as you can mm-hmm. it was good it just but overall this season i think these queens are a great group of queens together mm-hmm. and they've all grown so much from where they started on rupaul's drag race yes. to now and i think that you know even uh i, I had a chance running with uh ms minge the other night actually cj came up and said hello to me first mm-hmm. and it took me a second because i had a place where i knew him from and then um and then i realized and i was t- uh, saying hi to him and then ginger popped up and was like hey and i'm like oh look we did an episode without you she said but you still talked about me <sighs> and it's very true yeah it's very true 
Um, but she, even she had said like, that it's just such a great season that, you know, I, I, I think that it's, it really will be really fun to watch for the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. however six, seven, eight episodes, whatever it, the, uh, the total run actually ends up being. Agreed. Agreed. So that's it. Looking forward to next week where we know nothing. Um, somebody's going to have a chance to get their revenge. Revenge. Um, and with that, well, we have to make sure that our, our fans know if they're enjoying these. Um, this is something new for us. We've never done recap shows before because oh, yeah. I hate recap shows, to be completely honest. Like, you I do? hate us doing recap shows because we talk about all these things in our regular, um, our, our full cast recordings when we go over and we discuss. And I don't, you know, we sit down and it's weird to sit down and be like, let's talk about this one episode. Well, you know what? But I, I like it because it shows that we can do like really in-depth focus sort of sure and And it's cool it's cool sitting down we don't ever sit down once a week and do this so this is kind of nice plus i get to see you more yes but if you guys are enjoying this if you're enjoying our recaps if you're enjoying our microsodes our full cast recordings uh turning shit out i know it's so exciting um you can help support what we're doing by going to patreon.com uh forward slash nerdy show and throwing a couple of bucks our way. You can do a dollar a month. You can do a one-time donation. It doesn't matter. And if you'd like, some of our listeners who are now our Patreon subscribers have actually earmarked money to come to our show. Thank so you. we very much appreciate that. It's, it's always great to get In that positive feedback. Of an angel. Do I need to flash pictures of Violet like sad havoc as we go by? <laughs> uh, really, it's just, Images of me out of drag, <laughs> looking longingly at makeups. <laughs> For sure. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, make sure you check out all of our regular episodes every other Friday on the Nerdy Show Network, on SoundCloud, iTunes, anywhere that you get uh, podcasts. And my mind, we're on Stitcher. Right? We are on oh, Stitcher, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I haven't been lying all No, Stitcher, Google Play, um, or what, Google Play Music, whatever that service is called it's always there's play involved in it somewhere mm-hmm. uh but they're doing the podcast now so we're on there um I, I think there might be a couple of other service streaming services that you might be able to find us on but look for us on on uh on our website look on facebook anywhere that you may be able to find us and you can uh, find links to listen to all our episodes and uh remember if you're not getting enough oral in your life Feel free to listen to me on Stupid Popcast. That's stupid with two O's and Popcast with a P. Two P's. <laughs> in a pod. I love that tagline. Are you not getting enough oral? Check out Stupid Popcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. With that, later. Thanks for listening to Flame On, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you've heard, please rate and review us on iTunes. Like and follow us on SoundCloud, or give us your feedback at nerdyshow.com slash survey. Flame On is produced and engineered by Pat O'Rourke and created by Brian Pittard. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network, there's even more perks available. Just head over to patreon.com slash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships.
For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com and be sure to follow Nerdy Show and Flame On on all your favorite social networks. Flame On Podcast on Twitter and Flame On Show on just about every other platform. If it's gay and geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.